0: Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one shots, and an additional video D&D campaign but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dum dice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories.
3: I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dumbs and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god part, get it? Dice? dice get your merchandise today
4: welcome back initiates to the mythos mysteries a live play pulp cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings i am h.p Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness The mystery punchers are recovering after their supernatural battle in the Corbett House. Red negotiated with Kenneth Knott for the group's reward. Adrian found out he owned a house in town, and Richter was approached by a stranger with a very strange offer. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos.
2: So of course, Herr Richter, uh, take your time. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I've been working on my English, so occasionally I drop into it uh, for dramatic effect. Uh, take your time, um, but uh, don't take too, too, too long uh, for, of course, the, the forces of darkness wait for no one. And from what Ingrid has told me, those forces are powerful indeed. I think you are going to be thrilled. Uh, anyway, um, good to see you, and I sincerely hope you'll join us in the fatherland. And then he does this strange thing where he sort of hits the side of his shoulder with his hand and then extends it straight out towards you. And he smiles. He says, oh, of course, I'm sorry. <laughs> you aren't quite familiar with this yet, but I assure you soon you will be very familiar with it. It feels quite good. All right. A foe de sang. And then he clicks his heels, turns, and walks off.
1: God, that creeps me, the player, out so bad. But Richter would, I think, mostly just be like, it's a lot of weird gestures and weird Un- dance move, bro. Unfamiliar <laughs> terms, um, but news about Ingrid.
2: Yes. So uh, Ingrid um, and you shared a lot of your sort of passion for for the unknown. Um, of course, Germany kind of going into World War One a little bit more prosperous, but still not great. And then once the war broke, as soon as you kind of got the sense that things were going south, you you fled. Mm-hmm. Um, So you didn't really have the freedom to ever explore it. Um, You and Ingrid kind of came from a a somewhat uh, more humble background. I think probably your parents were farmers. And so even though you had big dreams of things, you kind of looked for mysteries in the mythology. And of course, um, German folklore is so rich with mythology, about you know, the dark in the woods. And I think there was a lot of kind of almost Hansel and Gretel play between the two of you. Um, But... uh, she refused to leave. She was uh, fiercely dedicated to uh, the fatherland and the idea that in its time of greatest need um, that the two of you would turn your back on it was abhorrent to her. So,
1: Well, we we could only afford to send one of us to school. And so she went to school. Cool. And I just had my brother's grim books. Nice. Okay, great. So yeah. then I think you kind of
2: weirdly, uh, oh, oh, I love this a lot. Uh, the first mystery punchers were the two of you. She would come home with things she'd read at school and she would tell you about them. And then you would kind of, in a way that you, you often see with friendships of kind of two different, vastly different upbringings, she would come home and be like, I was told this in science class today. And you'd be like, well, I read this fairy tale today. And then you'd kind of, I think, work together to kind of science and religion your way to a thing. Um, Do you think,
1: uh, do you think it was hard to leave? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I loved Ingrid. I love Ingrid. I still do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and do you think you've ever tried to contact her? At first, when I was younger, you know, first arriving, I don't have any other connections when I mm-hmm. arrive mm-hmm. in America. But at this point, no. Okay. Not now in my seventies. I think
2: you you got uh you got some letters from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were few and far between. The ones you did get were very excited. Mm. Um, but in that kind of distracted when your friend goes to university way. Yeah. Uh. Cool. Okay, so this is all news, but also um, odd to you that uh, she would be able to find you so easily. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think you lived here forever. Like,
1: mm, No, probably by the time I had moved into Helmfirth, um, and uh, I've been saying it with an accent so much. Is it Helmfirth? Yes. Okay, because I'm always like, Helmfirth. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, by then, I think my life was was different enough that I I wasn't. Gotcha. in contact with Ingrid anymore.
2: Cool. Uh, so this all is all very strange. Uh, yeah. And I think more concerning than, uh, I don't know that politics really concern you too much. Mm. And, you know, is this true of a lot of people who fled uh, political situations? They weren't into um, probably a, pay, a bit of a pain, pain spot and, and something you don't necessarily like reflecting on? Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I think I probably lie to myself and say that like it d- it's not part of the work that you're mm. trying to do, but really it is like you're you live in a you live in a country that went to war with your home, right? Um, and that war is over and done. Um, but um, well, and
2: then Germany suffered tremendous financial, and yeah. Like the, the like the famine and the everything and,
1: else. And, uh, so uh, like yeah, and I would I would have read about that and everything like that. Yeah. So it, there is that kind of feeling as well. Sure. Cool. Um, so, uh, as you're kind of staring
2: through the rain at this, this man who, who is, you know, invariably popped his umbrella the second he stepped off your stoop, um, and just is whistling a a jaunty tune that you haven't heard in decades, Hmm. uh, as he walks away, um, you feel, uh, the hand kind of give you a very comforting, you know, like that comforting hand squeeze, Mm -hmm. um, and then go limp.
1: Hmm. I, um... I go back to the kitchen and I wash the hand off, okay. like very kind of just like gently, and make sure yeah. that I, it's just give it a nice little, little mani-pedi, no petty, <laughs> there's no feet, but like <laughs> little mani. Is I, it I like get the petty.
5: Decaying pedi. at this point.
1: Interestingly, no. Ooh. Um, I, I I I like clean off the hand and dry it off, and cool. uh, I um I won't keep it in my pocket. I'm gonna put it out like on a. <laughs> I hope I don't get any company. I'm going to put it on, like, a table. Sure. You going to
5: say make a necklace out of it?
1: <laughs> I was also thinking necklace. I don't yes, know why. Yes.
5: Claire, we, we should open a jewelry time. shop. <laughs> yes, I think you just,
0: get, you just go
1: full thing from the Addams family. Like, he can run around. Yeah. He gets a skateboard. That's like, the thing. is like, obviously, not. I'm not expecting it to go full thing because in 1932, I don't know what that is, <laughs> but um, I want it out, like, on the fireplace mantle or something like sure. that yeah. so that, like, I can keep an eye on it at all times. I'm mm-hmm. like, I very deliberately place it on like one corner of the mantle and I put like and I've got like a picture up and like some candles or whatever so it's like completely referenced for like if it moves at all compared to any of these other objects I will know about it so cool No,
5: I feel like Richter doesn't date much
1: no 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 <laughs> yeah but he fucks so hard <laughs> yeah I fuck my pillow like you wouldn't believe <laughs> it. oh I put them in the wrong guest room <laughs> I am sorry Sheila yeah you didn't know what that cloud was made of <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, so,
0: just imagining him jacking it over <laughs> his research—so <laughs>
4: occult. I will give life to you.
5: I hate this entire conversation.
1: Where it's not like it's old; it comes out as dust. Uh- <laughs> all right. So we cut back to
2: um, uh, the Diesel household. Um, uh, old Sinky Donovan,
5: Jesus. <laughs> Fuck stupid name. name.
2: <laughs> um, old Sinky Donovan has cracked open the door, and um, uh, inside, it's uh, it's beautiful. It's it's incredibly well kept. Uh, it's spotless, despite how kind of grubby he is. Um, he kind of glowers at you until you you will both take your shoes off at the door. Um, I mean, he specifically glowers at red, I think because Adrian owns the place, he's kind of willing to let him just do whatever. But he kind of glowers at you and then looks at your shoes and then looks at you.
5: I take it you wish me to remove my footwear.
6: Far be it for me to tell you what to do with your footwear,
3: but it is very hard at my age to clean a carpet. (laughs) Oh, yeah, my mom says no She's in the house. Very
5: yeah. well. I will honor your mother.
6: Thank you, Lady Sheila Diesel would have appreciated that.
5: Uh, Bless I'm, her
6: soul.
5: I must ask, sir, how do you keep this place looking so immaculate when you cannot even bend down?
6: Well, no one's been by to visit in several years, so I start in one corner and just do whatever I can until I fall asleep. And then I just keep going, and eventually you get the whole house. But, and this is the tricky part, then you need to go back and start again.
5: Uh, And, and, uh, may I ask, who's paying you for all of this?
6: Oh, I am well kept by a retainer from the, 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 the diesel foundation.
5: Well... Yeah. What a fancy setup you have here, L- Little Addy's parents made
6: sure he'd be well taken care of. I was surprised it took you so long. I assume you were staying at
3: the Ritz Carlton <laughs> or some such. No, he lived in the sewer. <laughs> um. <laughs> that sounds like a very fancy French hotel. Sure, yeah. So, Red, I didn't like to talk about it, but my family made all its money from selling pants. But we can't figure out what kind of pants, so we just had to, like, diversify. So, like, one day we're going to figure it out. And then I'm sure the name Diesel is just going to be really big in pants. There we go. There it is. (laughs) Planting the seed. Just before the accident, we were working on coveralls, and we found this new fabric called denim. And I think it could be really good in pants. But who knows? Sometimes I make poor choices.
5: Red is just staring at Adrian.
3: I will say Claire is also staring at Ryan.
2: (laughs) Delightful. Um, Okay. So, um, Adrian, you're feeling uh, Sprinkles just kind of like start to thrash and hiss.
3: Oh, I, yeah, Sprinkles, this is your house, too. I'm sorry. You don't have shoes, but I'll wipe off your paws, uh, and I do, and then I put Sprinkles down on the floor. And, like, Sprinkles is in full, like, anxious cat mode, like,
2: arms and legs are full straight out, like, rankles are up. Don't worry. There's no pook. You're fine.
5: Do I see anything that would offend this cat?
2: Does Red give a shit about cats? Does uh, it feel like... She it- gives
5: a shit about Adrian. Okay. So, All right, like, so
2: I think you give it a quick glance around then. Um, you think out of the corner of your eye, you see something orange. Okay. Um, but when you turn to look, there's nothing there. It's just a cat hissing at an empty room.
5: Is there another animal in here, Mr. Donovan?
2: No, we haven't had cats in some time.
6: Hmm. Addy, Addy, I'm sorry, I have difficulty pronouncing things. I'm very old. <laughs> Addie used to love cats. His last one was... What did you name him? Uh, Sprinkles, I believe, was his this, name. This was Sprinkles right here.
3: Oh, um, Sprinkles, you used to live here. This is crazy. Uh,
6: he leans over to you, Red, and he's like, Sprinkles was hit by an automobile. He's buried out back.
5: That's okay. Every cat is Sprinkles to him. Oh. Just go with it. I've been meaning to ask, Master Diesel.
6: You seem slightly different than before.
3: Here, you don't need to be scared, Sprinkles. Take this knife. It'll kill the bad no. things. Uh, and then I try to give the cat the knife.
5: No, 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 uh, sweetie, put so the knife away. The
2: uh,
3: the okay. cat kind of like
2: um uh, the cat looks at the knife and like doesn't give a shit because it's a cat. Uh, but then when it kind of looks back at what it was staring at, um, it seems to, like, the rankles go down a little bit. and It seems to kind of, like, look a little smug. Yeah. it stops hissing.
3: See, he likes the knife. Uh, and then I, I, like, I, like, pet him. Yeah, he, he lets you. He's, I, he's I assume every cat is a he. <laughs> They're all Sprinkles and Sprinkles is a boy. Cool.
6: That's a very spooky knife.
3: <laughs> You're right. I used it to kill the Corbett brothers. <laughs> but you killed someone? He was a bad guy. He he was part of the church group that put blood on Sally. Do you mean little Sally?
6: Yeah. What happened to little Sally? I should leave the house more.
5: Uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter what happened to Sally, it's in the past. We're uh, not here for that.
6: Of course. Better the past stay buried. Where it belongs. I agree. I also agree. I think we'll be friends. Would you like
5: tea? Absolutely.
2: Uh, He begins shuffling air so slowly towards the kitchen.
5: Well, we've got about half an hour before he gets (laughs) back with that. Did you want to explore the house?
3: I mean, do you want me to give you a tour?
5: I would love a tour.
3: Okay, so this is the sitting room. It's where people sit. And sometimes you read the paper. And then this room is the library. That's where you keep the things you want to read in the sitting. All the rooms are incredibly fancy, but he's just sort of throwing them all off with like a hand wave. Yeah. Um, As you walk, uh, Red, you suddenly
2: feel like an intense pain against the back of your leg. Uh, And when you look down, there's sort of like uh, three very faint lines of blood. Starting to uh to pool and you, you can see like your the, the, the bottom of your pant leg has been shredded.
5: Jesus. Uh does it look like a cat scratch? <laughs>
3: yeah. So this is the closet. Ah. It's beside the bathroom, but don't mix them up.
5: Are you sure there isn't a cat in this house?
3: Yeah, there is. Sprinkles is right <laughs> here. And I pick up Sprinkles and I'm like, he's got his knife, he's feeling happy. Um, sprinkles gives you a look (laughs) red, not, not Adrian. He's just stares directly at you. Marl. This is one of four bathrooms. Uh, She's
5: so confused right now.
2: Gotcha. That's fair. Uh, Ryan, as you gesture into the bathroom, uh, Adrian catches his reflection. Uh, and you see a man standing there. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he's very handsome. Uh, and he's got sort of like very, um, jaunty is not the right term, but just a very like nice pair of glasses. They frame his face very well. Uh, he's got a sort of a small confident smile uh, and his hair is like yours, but uh, like well cut, but also just a little more casually, um, and it seems uh, that he uh, he's wearing a tuxedo as well, but it's it's a little bit better cut, and he's he's a bit smaller. His shoulders are a little less broad, uh, and he seems to be following your every gesture. Dead. The uh, man in the reflection just continues to stare back. at You, he mouths the same thing you did, and then he seems to chuckle a little bit.
3: Uh, and I like look to red, and I'm like, I Do you see my dad in a
2: tuxedo? Uh, Red, it breaks your heart. You see Adrian pointing at his own reflection. And you wonder if maybe, given how fancy this house is, maybe his dad used to wear tuxedos around. And he just thinks that as an adult man in his own house, he's he's seeing his own dad.
5: Oh, No, no, honey, it's just you.
2: The reflection's smile grows a bit broader.
5: Who do you see in there?
3: I see. I see my dad, but he's smiling and he won't talk. Are you sure? I don't get it. Yeah. I get it.
2: Can you roll me a sanity check, please?
3: Yes, I can. Uh, what do I? What, oh, I just roll against the total of sanity I have. I can't. Yeah. Roll and the
2: if you roll successfully, then you lose less sanity. <laughs> if you roll badly, you lose more sanity.
3: Uh I mean there was no I have twenty-seven, so I was not great and I rolled oh, forty-four. Oh no. Fair enough. Uh
2: please lose four sanity. There's something particularly horrible for you, Adrian, when Red doesn't understand what you're trying to convey to her.
3: Uh because Red always understands what you're trying to say. I knew there would be ghosts in this stupid house and I, no one else can see. What if I'm the only one who can see the ghosts? I got the knife, uh, and then I just stab the mirror.
2: Okay, um, so you stab the mirror; uh, it shatters, and as it does, you catch just a slightest look of uh, confusion and almost frustration on the face. Uh, and then the shards kind of collapse into the sink, uh, and you you hear some panicked shuffling coming down the hall. Like,
6: oh no! Did you have a mirror-related whoopsie? <laughs>
0: Hey, friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about Dumb Dumbs and Dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this
3: show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on.
0: But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right. That address that I totally
3: just said. Go there, join Dumdums and Dice.
0: Support the show. It's going to be great.
3: Uh, I I stopped a ghost.
5: It's a we're, we're fine, Mister Donovan. We're, we're fine. Well, it was an accident.
6: Okay, now we'll have to go back and start the tea again. Well,
5: <laughs> we'll clean it up. Don't worry. Uh,
6: no, don't you mind. I'm set to get there next week. <laughs>
3: Okay, so this is the grand staircase, <laughs> and if you go upstairs, <laughs> this is a
2: bedroom. So, uh, Red, as you look up the grand staircase, um, you see a small shadow move along, kind of between the the links of the banister. Uh, however, when it reaches the top of the stairs, nothing comes out.
5: Okay, now I swear that there is something in this house with us.
3: I told you it's a ghost, perhaps, of my mom. I think I killed my dad. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Hey, <Richter. laughs> hey. Uh Hey.
2: So um, what do you think you're doing post uh, the visit from um, Mr. Reinheimer? Huh.
1: Um, well, first of all, I think it's important to add one thing, mm. is that after washing the hand, I do apologize to Benny for burying his hand and thinking that we were done. Um, that was... That was premature of me, and, and I apologize for that. Oh. Um, and then I put it back sure. on the fireplace. The and place. there's no reaction. No, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, I think I'm going to go and look for uh, my old correspondence between me and Ingrid. I'm going to look for the hmm. letters that she sent me. All right. Oh, man. What can we roll for that? That's an interesting you question.
2: Want, you want a spot want, hidden? Yeah, I want like a heart check. <laughs> we don't have any of those. Um, Fire, water, earth. Heart. <laughs> well, yeah, you just open the other guest room. It's like, it's me, Captain Planet. I've been here the whole time. Why don't I get to go on adventures with you? Um, actually, you can probably just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, let's go with the spot hidden, I guess. That, that would make sense. Okay. Um, and we'll argue that even though that's kind of the name of it, this is really more of a to determine in fiction how much correspondence you actually had and kind of what the contents were. Okay, regular success on that. Regular success Okay so you find a few Of the letters Um I think Uh some of the early ones Are harder to find Because you didn't care then It seemed like this would be a Ongoing An ongoing easy enough Thing Um So Uh You find it Uh And um Reading it there. There's uh, Again it's it's Distracted Um But uh She says uh, She's begun work With the Ambrose Foundation Uh And she's very excited About the potential Of their work Um but she also, she's purely talking science at this point. There's, there doesn't seem to be any kind of joy or wonder in it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just very much like, um, you know, uh, I and I think something that you didn't realize at the time, but that you're now very consciously aware of, is just how much it hurt her to be the one who went to university or went to school when you couldn't. So it's a lot of like, oh, like you you would be so excited if you only understood. Mm. I, I wish, I, like, I, I wish you could have could have seen this. But, again, kind of done enough. Oh, but, but I got to go. I got to go. There's something exciting going on. Right. I right. hope you're well. Bye. Yeah. Um, and uh, you, in the letters you've got, again, it's just kind of the tail end of the correspondence, you notice less and less, there's less and less about you. There's mm-hmm. less and less asking about you and more and more. She's happy to respond, but it seems like a very one-way
1: thing. Right, okay. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, that wasn't really an investigation thing for like, that's not the yeah, kind yeah. of place I was coming from, from there. Just like mention of Ingrid. Haven't thought about her in years. Totally. Yep. Kind of just go back to, to look at the letters. Um, is there anything, um, in the most recent letter, um, that gives me a sense of how she was doing at that time? Yeah, sorry. That's I think what I was trying to get at with with this. She's very excited to be working. Just with, about the with work at that work. point. Yeah, wow, but it, she it, is my
2: sister. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot about the work. Um, but you also get the sense that like there, there's a joy to it. It, it, mm. it really does sound like someone who's going, like, oh, I think I finally found the thing okay. that I want to be doing. Great. Um, but uh, again, a l- little bit more impersonal. Uh, if we were talking like modern terms, it's more of like a casually fired off facebook update than a personal email <laughs> okay it's kind of like a hey friends and fam like this is great i've got this thing uh so it almost could have been addressed to anyone okay aside from again the weird kind of um regretful tone specifically related to you that i was missing out yeah and okay. it, but still like i'm really excited to, it's it's that awful thing where like you're going on vacation you and your and your friend's like oh i hope you have fun on that beach and you're like I will. <laughs> I, I, like, I wish
1: you could have this experience as well, but like, yeah, I'm having it and it's great. Um, in that case, um, I'll probably you know read over those and kind of just think about Ingrid for a little while. But the day will probably take me back to my research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh,
2: yeah, the, the book does seem to, to speak of kind of making the the way um, for the Dark Old One. Uh, that said, you you notice that um, this book seems to be like highlighted and circled, and as you start to to dig through it and as you start to understand it more. Um, you recognize uh, that in the way often churches will, it almost seems like someone was working on a rebuttal. Mm. Like there's there's notes in the margins saying like unlikely or like just various like little side notes. Okay. Not enough to put together a full thing, but as you start to, to look through it, you start to wonder whether this church actually worshipped this great old one uh, who waits in the dark or whether it was just exploring the possibility of it or reckoning with it, if okay. that makes any sense. Okay.
1: Um, cool. Um, is that basically what I learn in the fullness of my time spent with this thing, and I should move on? Yes. Yeah? Okay, yeah. great. Um, you're going to find a lot of texts kind of throughout that will yeah. kind of do that. That
2: said, something I'd like for us to kind of track together is where your understanding of all these things lies. So I think kind of the more you read, the more you, you'll start to understand, and the more we can kind of together piece Piece together kind of a picture of like what a slightly more educated Richter feels like on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, this is kind of the, the first step on on the journey. That said, very exciting step for you because now, as you mentioned, kind of when you first felt the spiritual presence and ran into the mystery punchers again, like things are happening, mm-hmm. and you suspect the sudden arrival of uh, Captain Reinheimer likely is. He's a captain. Is part of that? Yeah, it didn't come on conversation, but
0: it's true. Um, he was wearing a lapel that you recognize
1: as the military, yeah. right? He didn't roll spot lapel. <laughs> That's true. You just hand that out all willy-nilly. He put his arms out and made airplane sounds as he left. <laughs> so I was like, ah, he's a captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked at you, he's like, I'm the captain.
5: <laughs> look
1: and, at
2: me. And, and also, look be, at me. also before. Let's <laughs> also look at me. Uh, I do that to the dog in the elevator when I want to make her sit. <laughs> because I, I hold up a treat and I'm like, look at me. I'm the captain now. And the dog's like, (laughs) sweet, sweet poog. Um, (laughs) all right. So we cut back to, uh, the totally normal diesel house. Um, uh, so what do you guys think you're doing? Red? You're obviously, you're freaking out a bit. Uh, also (laughs) Adrian thinks maybe he
3: killed his dad.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Where did that come from?
3: Look, well, I stabbed him. You remember, saw him I saw the ghost, and then I got upset. Holy and- shit! Is your dad one of the Corbett brothers? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I killed all of them. That I was told. Um, did I kill my dad's ghost? No, Red?
5: no, you didn't. You, you can't. No, you did not do that. You you broke a mirror. Okay. And you know what? I believe you that you saw something in that mirror that perhaps. You didn't want to see. And I, I keep seeing, I can't believe I'm uttering these words, but uh, some kind of ghost animal.
2: Wow! Like Sprinkles is like <laughs> looking at you like finally <laughs> like someone's sprink- fucking sprinkles my-
3: speaking sense. Okay, so it, how, how big is it?
5: Well, uh, small enough that it just managed to shred only my pant.
3: That sounds like not a poog. What?
5: No, it was not. <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What were you gonna say? Okay. Uh, uh, what?
5: What color was your cat? What color was Sprinkles when you were your uh, younger?
3: And I look at the Sprinkles in my arms. I'm like, hey, uh, brown. And he had a notched ear. And this collar.
5: Of, <laughs> of course. The
3: collar says like
2: Clarabel.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> of course. What? A, what a foolish question.
3: So, if you think it's a cat. I do. They they say if you want to catch a cat, you gotta think like a cat.
5: Is that what they say?
3: You gotta do this with me. Uh and then I get down on all fours like a cat. And I was like, Mew. Mew. Mew.
2: And red, to your just absolute horror,
3: you hear mew.
5: Okay, honey, get off get off the ground. Get off the ground. Uh, I don't know if this house is safe, right? But now. I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna bring the other sprinkles.
5: I don't think we want to see the other sprinkles. <sighs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um Adrian, you feel something brush against you just kind of from the top of your forehead, and then it just continues to brush all the way down your body.
3: Uh it's petting me. <laughs>
5: What is it?
3: Maybe it, is it my mom?
6: No. You all doing okay back there? The tea's almost ready, I suspect.
5: Oh, good. We'll we'll be down in just a second. <laughs> okay,
6: that's that's good. Red, what do I do?
5: Just just stay still. Okay. Um.
2: You see, like scruffy Clarabelle sprinkles suddenly get tackled to the ground, and then dragged up a wall.
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to, like, go and grab Clarabelle to, like, save Clarabelle uh, from. All right, can you roll me a sanity check, please?
5: Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's an 86, and I'm at a 79.
3: Oh,
2: I mean it was a valiant effort. Yeah. Uh all right. So uh please lose four sanity. Um there was stuff in the basement you kind of thought you could overlook because it was dark.
5: Oh. Oh, sorry, yeah, I I, I, I was incorrect. Mm. I was looking at the wrong thing. Um so uh it, I rolled an eighty-six and my sanity's a sixty-seven.
2: Ah. Still bad. Yeah. <laughs> but
5: in, in fairness, in fairness, probably even worse.
1: You are correct, madam. I yeah. appreciate your honesty.
5: Thanks, buddy.
1: I was helping with your character.
5: <laughs> Still
1: I <laughs> <bad. laughs> said with such empathy, though. That's yeah. why it was
3: as funny as it yeah. was. I had to lose six points of sanity. Oh. Um, there was, right. there was
2: a lot of shit you could you could overlook in a dark... Spooky basement where your friend was being attacked. Um, hearing a spooky voice in an empty hallway and then seeing a cat get dragged up a wall. A little harder. A little harder to to deny. Yep. Um, all right. So, Adrian, you jump at uh, Clarabelle Sprinkles. And uh, can you roll me a... <laughs> this is probably like a, a brawl. Uh, as you try and wrench uh, Sprinkles away from whatever grabbed it cool
3: okay Um, let me find brawl there are a lot of options on this sheet Uh, okay Uh, it is a is hard success The good the good but not great version yes I have a hard success oh no so there's
2: regular hard and extreme hard hard so you rolled under half your skill correct I rolled
3: 29 Uh, my skill in brawl is 90 cool all right well, good stuff. Uh, so you pull um,
2: Sprinkles back uh, and you hear kind of like that in the same sort of whispering voice, like a and then it almost like hisses down the wall and disappears around a corner.
5: I think I need to have a talk with Mr. Donovan. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Okay. OK. Bedroom, bedroom, bedroom. It's another bathroom with a shower. There's one more bathroom and then there's the attic
1: and it gets spooky. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Oh, it gets spooky in the attic? (laughs) Yeah, Okay. great.
2: (laughs) Um, So you um, rush uh, into the kitchen uh, and uh, you see uh, St. Gil Donovan um, sort of standing in front of uh, the stove and there's a kettle on it. um, But the kettle isn't steaming.
6: Mr. Oh, uh, you're very excited for tea.
5: Yes, uh, do you have it over the flames?
6: Oh, uh, yes, all is well. Oh, it it does take a while to
2: boil water, does? Hmm. Just having some difficulty with the knob, I suppose. <laughs> and he reaches for the knob and and starts trying to turn it.
5: Here, you know what? Sit down. let, let me take care of that for oh, you. Oh, thank you.
2: Uh, you go over. Uh, obviously, the stove is not on.
5: Yeah, okay. Uh, he's
2: not lit. Uh, the pilot lights, um, the kettle's sitting there. Uh, there's also, like, nothing out for tea.
5: Mr. Donovan.
3: Uh, you can call all... him Stinky. He's a friend. <laughs> uh, thank you for
5: that. Uh, uh, can I, can I explain what's going on here?
6: I'm just having difficulty making tea, you see.
5: There's, there's no tea out. Oh,
6: clumsy old stinky Donovan. That must have forgotten to, to
2: pull it out. Let, let me get it. I'll just... And he, he kind of like awkwardly... Try, it's, it's the classic like old man had a hard time sitting down Then old man has a hard time standing back up. Uh, and he shuffles over to um, one of the uh, cabinets and he starts reaching for it and he just can't quite get it open.
5: Yeah, I'm just going to go and kind of place a hand on his shoulder and just kind of like...
2: You can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: your hand passes through him And as it does The back of his jacket And all the skin on his back Begins to slop off ah. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that It's just been a very long time uh, And suddenly the smell Is getting worse and worse
3: Oh, he fired it! Oh, no. he's it! Red what, what? Uh, And your hand kind
2: of like Drifts through it As it, it comes down And then kind of comes clear like it's not like it's stuck to your hand or anything. It's yeah, it's yeah, a weird yeah. like vague tension and then it's gone.
6: He says, "Hang on, hang on. I, I learned a trick about this a while ago. If I just focus
2: hard enough, um, and sort of his shoulder shifts and it starts to kind of reform."
5: Diesel, uh, give me the knife.
3: No, that's that's stinky Donovan. He's our friend. It's true. I've waited so long for him
6: to come back.
5: Adrian.
3: He's not hurting us. That years, was
6: just years. Things. Me and, and Sprinkles, we've both been waiting so long
5: Adrian, give me your knife
2: You see, like,
3: Clairebell Sprinkles, like, rankles get up And uh, he starts to move into a corner Now, please Okay, I'll give the knife over
5: And I'm just gonna, in the back, see if that does anything
3: um, As you do, he just screams
2: uh, He goes, no, no And as he, he starts to sort of, like, dematerialize uh, he turns back to you, Adrian. And he just says, "I'm sorry, Addy.
6: I waited as long as I could."
2: And gradually, his like whole being kind of deflates uh, and falls, almost like um, it's kind of a, a, a grim example. But um, if you've seen the, in uh, any time there's been like a massive explosion or like Hiroshima or anything, there's the the sort of after mm-hmm. shadow. Uh, it becomes that as he falls against um, uh, the counter. Um, and, uh, suddenly the smell dissipates in the room.
5: I am not dealing with any more ghosts today.
2: Uh, and that's when the claws rake your face. Uh, so go ahead and roll me a dodge, please.
5: hmm Ooh, that is a hard success.
2: Damn. All right, I did not do great. So, uh as the, the claws begin to like, they, they catch the edge of your face, but it's not your first time getting hit in the face by something. Uh, you flick the knife up in front. Um, and as you do so, um, you hear a hiss. And for a second, um, you can see just an ancient looking cat, um, just glaring at you with hatred in its eyes. And it's got like a very cute little collar that has mm-hmm. just a, a nice little like happy looking tag that's gotten in, uh, Little Addie Das, uh, little Dazzler, shit. It's the guy made Adidas. Little Addie Diesel's impeccable handwriting sprinkles, and then underneath in brackets, cat.
5: Oh God, I feel bad for what I'm gonna do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she just says, "I said no more ghosts," and just kind of like she's hit it. So it's just a quick like yep. flick stab, and like that's yeah. Yeah. The
2: uh, as you do, um, there's a sort of a, a horrible shriek. Uh, unlike, um, old Sinky Donovan, uh, the cat seems to almost try and claw its way down the knife towards you. Um, but as it does, so, uh, it's sort of also slowly disintegrating. Um, and by the time it gets to you, it's, it swings, um, a paw for your face. Um, but its arm kind of turns to dust as it does so. Um, so there's just kind of a sooty hit against your, your chin. It doesn't hurt. It's just, Mm -hmm. uh, that, um, and then a collar with the sprinkles tag hits the ground.
5: What is going on here In this house In this town
3: And I'm just like Standing in the corner With Clarabelle Sprinkles But Sprinkles I'm like Please don't stab us
5: And I kind of like I take a second Um And just Take a breath Because I realize That I've scared Both of them Uh and, And Yeah Just I I would never. I'm sorry I spoke harshly.
3: But but why did you kill Mr. Donovan?
5: Because he he wasn't alive. Uh, Honey, he hasn't been alive for a long time.
3: So if we see my parents and they're happy to see me, we still have to kill them cuz they're ghosts.
5: I don't know how to answer that question, sweetie. I think that's a bridge that we'll get to when we get to it.
3: But this time I didn't have a choice. You just took the knife and killed him. And I said, don't do that. And you did.
5: I did. And, and.
3: Then you kill the spooky cat thing. I'm, I'm okay with that one. <laughs> that cat was trying to hurt you. It was bad. It Sprinkles was over here.
5: I just, the thing you have to understand, Addie, is that sometimes I get scared too.
3: Okay, okay, but if you're scared and I'm scared, then who's the boss? Because the boss can't be scared.
5: The boss can be both of us sometimes.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. As the rain begins to fall heavier and heavier outside, um, unbeknownst to either of you, it pats just very gently uh, against a a well-weathered skeleton uh, laying next to a, a small grave with a small gravestone reading sprinkles wearing just a faded pair of coveralls and a body that somehow has found peace.
4: This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at Leplant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan Leplant, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker. At Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M R. K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the Mythos.
0: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time Christian Menicola, Long Long, the Half Blind Prophet, James Cuellar, DM Rob. Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Jesters of Ravenloft is a new podcast being recorded on Twitch. It's D&D 5E, and we'd love to tell you about it, but we can't. Because seriously, the cast know nothing about what is going to happen. Adam McNamara is mystified. Del Borovic is baffled. Guy Bradford is bewildered. Tyler Hewitt is even more clueless than usual. And me, Ryan Laplante, the DM, I'm the only person who knows what's going on. We're live on Twitch, May 31st at 8.30 p.m. EST, and every Friday after our Wednesday night shows, we'll be dropping two episodes of Jesters of Ravenloft here. So get ready, subscribe, and soon you will be journeying into Ravenloft alongside our Jesters. Oh yeah, don't tell them about the whole Ravenloft thing. They really know nothing.